Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying the Prophet Ezekiel, that is the Navi Yechezkel 33b, the second and final half of chapter 33. Chapter 33, as we mentioned before, begins the series of prophecies of redemption. These are the prophecies that occurred, that were spoken by Yechezkel after the temple and Jerusalem and Judea was destroyed, where he looks towards the future. We began by discussing Yechezkel's unique role as a tzofe, as one who was appointed by God to warn the people, to tell them what's coming, so that they have the opportunity to change their ways. And that once he did his full responsibility, he was no longer responsible when the people chose not to follow his advice. However, it also gave hope for those that wanted redemption, that wanted to, to um, choose life over death, that they, no matter what their past was, they can change their ways, they can repent, and that God is ultimately just. That's what we learned in the first half. In the second half, we are going to move on to a little bit of history. So let's first start with verse 21. It was in the 12th year, in the 10th month, on the 5th day of the month, dated as to when we came into exile, because Yechezkel's dates was always from the Golat Yehoyachin, the exile of when King Yehoyachin was sent to Babylon, along with many of the people of Judea, including Ezekiel Yechezkel himself. So this year, this 12th year, is about a year or so after the destruction had taken place. And at this point, Bo Eli HaPolit Mirushalayim, a refugee, came from Jerusalem. So apparently... After the destruction of Jerusalem, many people scattered and some of the uh, Judean refugees ran towards Babylon where they knew they had brethren there. One of them came from Jerusalem, Lemar Ir, the ear Jerusalem has fallen, the city has fallen. So the news has now become official. Yechezkel and the people of Babylon now know that the city is destroyed. Viad Adonai That evening, he told me this in the morning, and that evening... The hand of God was upon me. The hand of God means a prophecy, but it means God supported me. God gave me strength. Of course, he was forlorn and and distraught by the news, but God gave me strength. He said that, I made a mistake, I'm sorry. This was the evening prior to the arrival of the refugee, not that evening afterwards. It, it Yechazkel is saying that um, that this uh, God gave him strength beforehand so that he could handle the the exile, the, the news of the exile that was going to come in the morning. And he opened my mouth until the point where the, the refugee came in the morning. And God opened my mouth and no longer was I unable to speak. Now, this is a reference to, if you recall, back in chapter 3, verse 26, where... God, prior to telling Yechezkel to prophecy about the coming destruction, he told him that your mouth will be changed, your mouth will be tied closed, which we had various interpretations back then, but the primary interpretation that I had been uh, using was that God had told him then, you say only what I tell you to say, you don't have any longer, you don't have an independent ability to speak. Don't speak from yourself, from your own words, only say what I say you should say. At this point, it says, now over here, it's that period of time is over. From here on, Yechezkel will have the opportunity to speak on his own. 
um, as 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 a prophet, of course, and inspired by God, of course, inspired by by the pursuit of of justice and righteousness. But but he's he's now no longer unable to speak on his own. He now has some more uh, independence, so to speak. So verse twenty three, the word of God to me was as follows: Been a dumb human being. The people that are still living among the ruins. Now, for a second, before we complete this, the reading this verse, just to remind you that after the temple was destroyed and after Tzikio, the king, was, was um, attempted to escape and he was captured by the Babylonians and taken into exile and so on, so there was no longer a, a Judean monarchy, there were still some people left um, in, 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 in Jerusalem and in Judea, and they were placed under the governor, Gedalia, who was the governor for a short period of time after the destruction of the temple. Yirmiyahu, the prophet, tells this story, and Yirmiyahu was present, Jeremiah was present to guide the people with the hope that maybe, maybe we can hold on. Now the people there still felt that they were the future of Israel, and because of fighting amongst themselves, it ended up that Gedalia was assassinated and the entire enterprise fell apart and everyone had to leave Judea completely and it was completely desolated. So during this period of time, those people that remained retained that same, that same attitude of arrogance that caused the destruction in the first place. And they looked at the people in Babylon as if you guys are in exile, but we're going to be the ones who are going to be the restoration eventually one day. And so those people that are that are residing amongst those ruins, Al-Admas Yisrael on the land of Israel, Omrim Lehmer, they're saying as follows, Echad Avram, Abraham started out as just one person, the Yerash and eventually his descendants inherited the entire land. Anachnu Rabim, we're more than one person, we're a lot of people, even though they weren't, with, we don't know exactly the number, but it clearly wasn't a huge number, but it was much more than one. So Lanu it's to us that we are going to get this land as an inheritance. But they said nothing here about learning our lessons or improving our ways. They just said we're going to inherit the land. Therefore God says, this is verse 25, Amaraleim, I want you to say to them. Now remember Yechezkel is not speaking directly to them. He's in Babylon. But say regarding them, so says the Lord God, Al-Hadam Tochelu. Are you going to eat over blood? Meaning, you're going to be fighting amongst each other, you're going to be killing, and you're going to be respond, and you're going to be oppressing each other. And you're still looking at all of your, your idolatry, and you're looking towards all other sources uh, for support. You're, look, you're, you're, still, you're not even looking or praying towards God. And you're, you're murdering each other via arts to Yerusha, and you think that if you continue this kind of despicable behavior that you're going to inherit the land. You are relying on your sword. You think that it's power that, 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 that gives you strength. You're doing disgusting things. And you're and you're defiling and, 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 and with other people's wives, V.R.S.T. Rashi, and you think you're going to inherit the land. No, that's not going to work that way. Verse 27, This is what I want you to say to them. So says the Lord God, I swear, God says, that within those ruins that are already ruined, you're going to still fall by the sword. And... 
and those that fall on the fields, the chayonus ativ I'm going to give him over to the animals to be devoured. Vasher aros, and those of you that are taking refuge in the various remaining fortresses and hiding in the caves, badever yamusu, you'll end up dying by disease. The land is going to be completely destroyed. And here's the hint, not, not such a hint, and the source of her pride and glory will be destroyed. Again, the pride and glory is the reason for the destruction. The mountains of God will be destroyed and no one will no longer travel there. And they will know because they're not learning this lesson without destruction and they still don't get it. They will know that I am God. When I perform this destruction on the land, I'll call to Abu because of all of the abominations and disgusting things that they have done. So Yechazkel makes it very clear that the people in Jerusalem, that are even the ones that are still there under Gedaliah, still don't get the message. And as we see, they still don't get the message. They do start killing each other and then eventually kill Gedaliah himself, which causes the Babylonians to crack down and the people rant. And it was completely desolated. Only in Babylon is there hope. Only in Babylon is there hope because there the people are now going to start actually listening to Ezekiel. And that's what we're about to read in these last few verses. Verse 30, Batoven Adam, and you human being, B'nai Amcha, the people of your nation. God is now referring to them, the people of your nation, and they're starting to get closer. They're, they're starting to relate to Yechazkel, to Ezekiel. That in the past they used to speak about you by the walls. They used to whisper secrets. And in the doorways to their houses. And each one would talk to the other. Each would talk to their brother. Let's go and hear, like in a kind of a joking way. Let's go hear what God has to say. And when they came to you, the verse one that came to you, like in crowds, me and my nation would sit in front of you, and they heard your words, but they never listened. They never did what you instructed them to do. All they wanted it was their their jokes and their laughter. Agovim, I'm translating like Rashi here. Of all they did was seek after their prophets and desires of their own hearts. When they came to listen to you, they looked at you as if, oh, you're just a nice singer, a nice speaker. You fake call again. He knows how to sing. He knows how to entertain. He's an entertainer. They heard your words. However, they did not do those words. However, tomorrow morning when they hear the news that it has come, that everything that you predicted has transpired exactly as, as you had prophesied. Now they will know that this entire time they thought you were just an entertainer, but you are actually a great prophet. Then they will begin to listen. And because they will listen, that's why the, the eventual redemption will come through the people that are now exiled in Babylon. Thank you so much for um, studying chapter 33. Looking forward to studying chapter 34 and of course the rest of the book Ezekiel together.